Hello and welcome to the Blockchain and Us, where pioneers and thought leaders talk about their journey in blockchain technology, crypto assets, and the token economy. And I'm your host, Manuel Staggers. This episode has support from no official sponsor, but from my very own The Blockchain and Us newsletter. Get an email from me every two weeks with a very short summary of new podcast episodes so you can immediately pick those interviews you'd like to listen to. To stay up to date, just visit www.theblockchainandus.com and sign up today. My guest today is John Hargrave. John is the CEO of Media Shower, a media platform for ICOs, crypto and blockchain projects. He is the publisher of the Bitcoin Market Journal, and he is an author and frequent speaker at conferences. This episode is a little shorter than my normal interviews, but it is straight to the point and packed with info about marketing and positioning blockchain projects. And now to the interview. John, thanks a lot for making time today. Thanks, Manuel. Looking forward to it. John, you run a marketing agency for blockchain and token companies. And I speak to a lot of people in this field, and many of them are quite confused when it comes to, to their marketing and their marketing strategy. So in your view, what are the most important things for crypto and blockchain companies to understand when it comes to marketing? Sure. So as you said, um, I'm the CEO of Media Shower, which is a media and marketing company focused on blockchain. So we work with mm -hmm. ICO founders and uh, blockchain entrepreneurs, as well as enterprises who are looking to get into the blockchain space. And what we're good at doing is helping the blockchain uh, founders or projects connect with quality investors. So connecting quality blockchain projects with quality investors. And what we found is so important. Number one takeaway is to build the list, build the list. So when you're creating your marketing campaign, you want to have a list of people who have opted in and raised their hand and said, I'm interested in your project and I want to learn more. I want to know what's happening. So that list can take several forms. The best form is email, of course, mm -hmm. because with email, you can then be sending out updates to them on a regular basis. And when you look at all the different marketing channels, email is the only one that people consistently look at, right? Like all of us check our email. And it's also what we call a push uh, channel, which means that you're pushing the content to them versus a pull channel where they have to go pull it down, such as social media. Mm -hmm. how, long, how long about does it take to create a, a good email list? Well, it depends on how much traffic you have coming to your site and how good you are at converting them, which means basically getting them onto your list. So that number can really vary. But what you're looking for is attraction uh, of at least, let's say, 5,000 users. And mm -hmm. once you reach that point, a list of about 5,000 folks, and hopefully that's an opt-in, like an email list, then you really can start to get some traction and build some buzz in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. And most companies you see don't necessarily do that. They think of an email list maybe as an afterthought or? Well, what we hear from folks, because they're not typically sophisticated marketing folks, mm -hmm. they're more technologists or blockchain enthusiasts. We hear, um, get me some buzz in the marketplace. Right. So we hear people saying like, get me mentioned in Forbes as if that article in Forbes will suddenly cause money to start magically raining down from the sky. 
Well, the truth is, even if you do get mentioned in Forbes, that's like one small step in the overall marketing journey. And it's far more valuable to put your energy into building systems that are going to build your list. So, for example, having a blog on your website with regular content and at the end of every piece of content, there's a really easy sign up form to get updates about your blockchain project. That's a way of building the list. And that's a project that will pay dividends far into the future. Mm -hmm. what, what kind of content do you see works well for conversion? It needs to be valuable. And uh, the challenge is finding content that's valuable <laughs> because uh, you can't just be talking about your project all the time. You have mm -hmm. to be tying it into larger themes or kind of broader ideas. So as an example, uh, what I do at our company, Media Shower, is I regularly record little two-minute videos about some aspect of blockchain. So it might be an idea, uh, it might be a new trend I've seen, it might be something that I learned recently at a conference. And I put those on YouTube, we put those on our investor website, Bitcoin Market Journal, and then I share it on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And the beautiful thing about LinkedIn is when you share a video, when as people are scrolling through their LinkedIn feed, it will start auto-playing. So if you can make a really focused, tight, two-minute video with a lot of really interesting ideas or some real value, people will share that. And so we create these videos and using them on different platforms is a key part of our marketing strategy. We call it create once, use everywhere. You create a great video, you can use it on your blog, in your email newsletter, on your LinkedIn feed, mm -hmm. and so on. So how often should, you know, people create these videos? Constantly. But daily, I mean, daily one, or what's a good frequency if you, if you there? Daily, that's great. And part of the challenge with content is it is a monster that must continually be fed. So you really do need to have a steady stream of that content coming out. Now, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be daily. One of the best newsletters that I read is a weekly newsletter. Our own Bitcoin Market Journal newsletter is a weekly newsletter. Mm -hmm. But consistency is important. So if you're going to do a weekly newsletter, you need to say, okay, it's coming out every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and we're going to stick to it. And you need to do that over the long haul. Look at it as at least a year journey to really get that uh, audience built up. So consistent and, uh, and, and regular are the two uh, important things to take away there. Right. That makes a lot of sense. You mentioned video. What are other content pieces that people can create? Well, written content is terrific because then Google will pick it up. And of course, you get indexed um, in search engines and you get more organic traffic that way. Well, that could be an article, a blog post on your own site. That could be a, a medium article. It could be on the LinkedIn blogging platform. But anywhere that article can be read and shared and shown as thought leadership. Now, folks start doing this, and one of the common problems they run into is they're expecting thousands of readers right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And if you're just starting to build your audience, I mean, you might get a dozen people reading your post and you say, well, this is not really worth my time. But it is. It is because you have to do that. You have to invest that time and energy in order to build the audience, number one. And number two, it's valuable for you to help articulate the ideas that are kind of rolling around in your head, to actually put them into words and put those arguments out there. You can kind of stress test your ideas 
Um, so it makes you a better communicator and it also makes your ideas better. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you mentioned the format, articles, videos, you mentioned some of the channels, LinkedIn, Medium. What about though, I mean, sure, those are, this is like the shell, right, of the marketing, but what's inside is probably also very important. So you said before you have to order your thoughts, but people also have to develop some good things to write about. So how should they go about that? Well, a great way is going to conferences, going to meetings, going to talk to other blockchain thought leaders and listen to what they have to say. And I always have a notebook with me everywhere I go. And you have to capture those ideas when they occur to you. So whether you use, uh, you know, Google Keep or uh, Evernote or some kind of app or just an old fashioned notebook, capture those ideas as they come out. And then you just have to put in the hard work, the time of developing those ideas into your blog posts or videos or podcasts. Um, but I think that keeping your eyes open, there's so much happening in this space and it's growing and evolving so rapidly that if you keep your eyes open for the, the ideas as they come to you, they will come to you. And that's how we're adding value to this whole ecosystem is by sharing new ideas. I mean, I'm adding value right now by telling you how to create a marketing program. You're mm -hmm. adding value by distributing this through your podcast and doing all the other great work with this podcast. So there's tons of value to be added. Just keep your eyes open and then develop those ideas. What are some of the other channels where people should publish their content? Those are the big ones, uh, but you also... So Medium, LinkedIn, the big ones, and then Twitter, YouTube. Yeah, so I think that people... Uh, often try to take on too much mm -hmm. and just doing social media is a full-time job. <laughs> Some days it feels like, right. and uh, you know, something like telegram is, is all consuming in that once you open a telegram channel, the expectation from your users is going to be that you're manning it 24 hours a day. So I think you should strategically decide which channels you want to engage in and which you don't. And that's really important. And it's going to vary by the type of project that you have, right? So, but make a, make a conscious strategic decision and don't try to do it all at once unless you, you know, have so much uh, money in the bank that you can hire an army of, of social media folks. But even then, if you have other people doing your social media, you need to coordinate with them. So another thing we do, Manuel, is we uh, create a, a weekly list of talking points. So these are basically... Um, as we're working with a client, we'll say, here are the stories for this week that we want to plug into. And we're always on the lookout for a news story, mm -hmm. something that's trending in the news that we can talk about um, from our client's perspective. So in other words, if it's uh, some kind of privacy initiative and you find out about some kind of uh, big hack of a major corporate database, you can say, you know, this hack could be avoided. Privacy is important more now, now more than ever. And here's a project that's trying to solve that. Mm -hmm. So by kind of working your way into the news and then developing a list of talking points, which is just a Google sheet that we keep, and then we meet weekly with the team and share that Google sheet, that ensures that everybody has a consistent message. If you do have a larger team managing social media and PR and blogging, that everybody can be on message uh, with the same, saying the same things. Mm -hmm. Cool. How do you go about tying the brand into these comments or opinions or stories that you publish? It is important not to sweat too much about tying the brand in because then it starts to feel like an infomercial. 
So uh, I've mentioned our company a couple times in this podcast, but you notice uh, I'm not sitting here saying, you know, constantly repeating the name of our company. And that's by by design. What we're trying to do is add value to the ecosystem. And then, you know, if you have something interesting to say and people find it useful, they'll they'll naturally remember you. So it's much more important to add value, to find an interesting idea, find an interesting angle and communicate that than to try to get the name of your brand out there because people will smell that. They sniff that out. But when you're really adding value in a sincere and honest way, then they they get that as well. And that, that reflects positively to build trust. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, good point. I mean, there's there's so much content on, you know, in this whole crypto space on YouTube, Twitter, Medium and all these platforms. I mean, how do you cut through all the noise there? Sometimes it can be overwhelming. And if you think about all the content out there and how could I ever have anything to say, then it can feel kind of overwhelming. At the same time, there is always room for good original ideas and good original thinking. And if you really believe in your project and you're passionate about it and you're passionate about the ideas behind it, people always respond to that passion. They always respond to really interesting, smart people who have an original something to say. So for me personally, I, I look at it as like a lot of the content that that I'm developing through our company and sharing out on LinkedIn is with my wider network of colleagues who don't really understand blockchain. Many of the folks I've been working with my throughout my technology career, they don't really know that much. And if I can share blockchain technology with them in an accessible or user-friendly way, then I can add real value to them. And they're not necessarily even the type that would be on YouTube looking up blockchain. I can introduce them to it and in so doing add value uh, to their lives and, and their careers. So there's always a way to add value using this content. And my suggestion is follow your own vision, your own ideas, and don't don't worry too much about what everybody else is is doing in the content space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. What kind of marketing strategies have you seen recently that you felt were very different or very good or very well executed in this space? There's this company, Doc, doc.io, and they are a, kind of a LinkedIn on the blockchain, so a next generation social media platform. And uh, my friend Richard Castline uh, sent me a, an invite, and I got an automated invite from Doc that said, Richard Castline's inviting you to join Doc. And uh, I checked it out. And then what they did that was so brilliant, Manuel, is once you log in and create an account, they say, would you like us to import all your LinkedIn contacts? I have a big LinkedIn following. I have like 5,000 uh, followers on LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. I sat there for like half a day thinking through, do I really want to send everybody in my list an invite to Doc? But here's how they got me. Here's what they did. They said, you can earn tokens. You can earn tokens. And this idea of earning tokens is the most brilliant marketing strategy to crypto enthusiasts because we all know even if the tokens are worthless right now, someday they might be worth something. So this idea of earning tokens and that language, earn, the word earn is really important from a marketing standpoint, as long as you're saying that truthfully. But the other thing was making it so easy to 
pull in all my LinkedIn connections. So after I sat on this for half a day, I said, I guess I'll do it. And I sent out the doc invite to all 5,000 connections. And would you like to know how much I earned, Manuel? Probably not a lot. $46. $46 for my entire professional network. But I, I did learn something really, really valuable out of that, which is that 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 mechanic works really well for marketing. It's kind of a viral loop they've created. I think it's brilliant. And they have, I think they just passed half a million users on their blockchain in like four months. Wow. Half a million users on the blockchain, not on their service, but on the blockchain. And that's pretty remarkable growth for a blockchain company. Mm, right. Yeah. But I mean, that exactly has very little to do with what you just said, right? Create constant uh, content, videos, articles. I mean, they didn't do that. They just had a clever idea with, you know, basically paying you to do something. Well, they had a viral mechanic that was built into the platform. Mm-hmm. So I do think that that is a valid and really smart marketing technique if you can find a way to do that. And the classic example is Hotmail. Back in the early days of the web, Hotmail was the first free web service. And they had the brilliant idea that every Hotmail message should have a little ad at the bottom that says, brought to you by Hotmail, get you today. Mm-hmm. And so every message that was sent out using Hotmail became an ad for Hotmail. And they just had right. a crazy growth, just incredible. Nobody had seen anything like it. And this is back in the days when, you know, free email did not seem like a viable business strategy. It seemed kind of insane. And, uh, and and they made it work. <laughs> right. But that's maybe a good good thing to kind of wrap up too. I mean, you, you mentioned the article strategy, you mentioned the video strategy, the publishing on the channels, but then still you need also an, a mechanic that helps you onboard users in your business model. Well, it helps. And the greatest mechanic, of course, is word of mouth. The greatest mechanic is giving your customers and your users such a great experience that they want to talk about it to other people. So ultimately, that's what we all have to be focused on. I like to say, Manuel, that the blockchain is about people. People Mm -hmm. have to use the blockchain in order for it to be valuable. So we can create these blockchain projects But we have to have a user acquisition strategy, meaning we got to find a way to get people on it. And once they're on it, they have to be delighted. They have to be thrilled. And that's old fashioned customer service. That's talking to your customers. That's learning what they want. And that's responding quickly to what's working, what's resonating with them and getting rid of of what's not. So we really have to be relentlessly customer focused. And that's the viral mechanic that everyone can do. And in fact, the most important marketing technique of all, listening to your customers. Mm -hmm. What else would you like to see change maybe in the way that companies in this space approach their marketing? Well, I'm tired of the white paper. The white paper to me needs to die. And in its place should be a business plan, Mm -hmm. a business plan. So when you're launching a new blockchain project, I don't just want to see a white paper with the technical specifications. I want to see a full-on business plan. And most importantly in that, I want to see how you're going to acquire customers. But as part of that, I want to see financial projections. I want to see your projected profit and loss. I want to see all the things that any investor of any company would ask uh, before they put their hard-earned money into your project. And so that's something we're, we're passionate about and we're really leading the industry in doing is creating 
business plans instead of simply white papers. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, John, this this is really cool. I mean, I learned a lot today, even though we just spoke uh, relatively short. And uh, I really enjoyed this conversation. Many thanks for taking time today. Thank you for all the work that you do. Thank you for your podcast. And everybody should remember to rate and review Manuel's podcast, five stars and leave reviews. He's not paid me to ask this, but it really does help. Thanks so much for joining us today. More info on our guests and our sponsors is in the show notes of this episode and on the podcast website, theblockchainandus.com. To help people find this podcast, it's important that you download, subscribe, and give it a top rating and review on iTunes or on the podcast platform of your choice. I'm Manuel Staggers, and I thank you very much for listening.